BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. If you want to be my friend, you would better go and get a pen. Maybe we can keep in touch Like they did in the old days It wasn't so long ago oh, And I wish you well Oh, sign your pencil That is right, y'all That is right We're back again here for a time A little time to spend with your pencil buds Folks, we're doing that thing where we start off like this And then both wonder when we We pull the chute But then you think of a joke you want to make So you stick with it a little bit by saying stick uh, with it Welcome back to another episode of the Pencil Buds You're joining us here on the front porch Looking out, ready to talk to you about all the things you've written into us Hell yeah, looking out into the future Wondering what's out there We're doing the same thing And that's our common bond is that we're all we're all thinking about the past and knowing that we need to go talk to somebody about it you know on a couch while they're in a single chair (laughs) with a a notepad to scribble some ideas down of whatever it is we're saying and and then also just the fear of the future uh i live in fear of the past and fear of the future and that causes me to really dial into the now i have a question for you i'm willing to bail on it because of what you made me think i kind of wanted to I was Stick? like, ah, I know. I was like, I want out because we oh, just I'll did it. We out. just did pencil butts. Um, you never think of a therapist as having a southern dialect. Yeah, that's true. But there has to be one, right? One million percent. I mean, they're like, if there's a David Doy, there's a southern. How fun! We found out there wasn't just a David Doy. Uh, someone sent there like, there's a book. There's numerous Facebook accounts, oh, like all sure. the ways to find out that we could have looked into, but also didn't even consider. Right. And then people were like, oh, I looked on Facebook. There's so many accounts like, oh, yeah, that's right. Facebook. David it's Dillon. so funny to me that there is someone in this world named David Dowie and that it's real. <laughs> so 
<laughs> there has to be somebody going right now like, and how, how and how'd you feel when he said that to you? <laughs> Open up about that. Let me yeah. hear more about what it felt like. Well, uh, I didn't I didn't like it. Right. So there has to be, right? There has to be. But I would love like like let's call the version of what the southern character you just did sure. as like X. Okay. How close to X do you think that the therapist is in the world? Like is there a therapist who's like, well, shit, I mean, what? well, then how did that make you feel? Like, do you think that there's ever that version of a therapist? I mean, I'll hear when you say you feel like she doesn't hear you, but do you ever think maybe you don't hear you? Like, I, I, this is actually a great, like, question. Do you think that voice personality type uh-huh. in somewhere in the world is a therapist? Has to be. I don't know. Like, definitely there's a Southern therapist. Sure. But is there that version? Is there X? <laughs> I don't know I don't if know there either. is. I want there to be. You Shit, th- we might be sitting on a pitch. We might be sitting on a pitch you right now. You think maybe the biggest fight you're in right now is a fight with yourself? We but might- that's kind of Dr. Phil, right? I feel it's kind of, Yeah. Maybe Dr. Phil, it, maybe that's why, he was, too, hey? that's why he was famous because we were like, ain't <laughs> nobody like this guy. <laughs> ain't nobody do what this guy does. <laughs> but even still, he's a little too big. I, I want like a real contemplative, like, uh, like, yeah. Does that hurt your heart? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just downtown Birmingham. Mm hmm tucked away office tucked away you'd never find it sometimes you want to be a big old you know f-250 dually and you find out you're a little camino there's nothing well, to do about that well daniel let me ask you this how did that make you feel when he said he didn't think you were good enough for the softball team right it's always <laughs> it's like men talking about that too like well, sure and how did that make you feel that the company decided there wouldn't be a softball team this year can i ask you one other question that popped in my head and then we'll you can go. ask me so many questions. I have so many answers ready, and I just hope they line up. I'm surprised we haven't never, like, neither one of us had ever thought about this before today. Maybe you have, and you forgot to say it. Mm-hmm. Live show. Mm-hmm. But we encourage at least one person to bring an acoustic guitar to play the theme with us on stage. An audience member. Yeah. Okay, because I was about to say, Daniel, you know, you and I both cannot do that. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> I yeah, if we How, did what, like a wouldn't it be great if somebody's like, hey, I you guys, I got it. you. Well, obviously would we know it. we have these covers. We're, there's the so piano? many covers that people have Remember sent the us. Remember the hotel piano? I yes. know we have so many more to play. We have so many more to play that I would I would say we probably if we did a tour, there's at least one person in every city. We that could have just join us, us on stage with an acoustic yes. guitar to do a real like summer yes. church camp style yes. version of Pen Pals theme. Does the Pen Pals theme have a name? Pen Pals theme. But that's it, right? What would we name it? Let's leave it out there. We'll go, let's just it. go. You got it. You know what? When you send us our letters, feel free to add what you would like to name the. Yeah, let us know what you it's think. It's probably the name called. Can, of the I, theme song can I pause be. it one or should I just leave it blank? I think put it out there. I want to know. Wish you well. Wish you well. Yeah, that's a good one. But cool. I am interested. Wish you well. Also, I guarantee you it's probably a dashboard, dashboard confessional song wish you were indicated i am nothing i am wrong that's I am right. so that's good right rory <laughs> we're gonna get sued that was so good that's gonna compete with your better if you wanna be my friend you better 
Let's go. You want to go? You want to just go? God, that felt therapeutic. And let's go. Well, that's what I want you to do here. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. And let's go to the letter. Ooh, I have a surprise. You have been sitting on for a long time, and I'm not giving Sensual. it to you today. Okay, that's great to know. <laughs> that's that's really cool. Since for ten days, I've been sitting on it for ten days. Um, you've been sitting on a uh, like what? You've been sitting on what? Like for a little, 10 days? like a little surprise for you. A trinket? Yeah, like a like a word like a word trinket, or like a sh- like a like a show you trinket. A word trinket. You know, because I don't have something to give you, but I'm going to share it with you, and then you're going to go, hell yeah. I hope so, because the, so far. There's nothing appealing about word trinket. <laughs> I got a well, word that's trinket because point. you never went to warp tour 98 word trinket fucking crushed. Hey, everybody. This is Daryl Simpson from word trinket. <laughs> I am word trinket <laughs> and I am standing here. Okay. Pen pals. Are you writing? Are you wrong? All right, folks, let's dive in. Here we go. Here you go. See if I can say the name. Always check first. You know okay. what I mean? You don't want to get too deep. Hi, pen pals. Please don't make me pick. I don't think I could do it. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Also, hi, pen pals is great. Mm-hmm. Um, something that, you know, what? even listeners at this point who do write a name, they know they're choosing sides because they could also write, hey, guys, <laughs> but they don't. Right. They write, hi, Daniel and Rory, mm-hmm. and they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They go, uh, you'll read this letter, but Roy, why don't you get in the backseat? I've for, a, for a lot of people, and that's because I love you. It's just alphabetical. Uh, maybe. Probably not, though. I, I will say Pen Pals with Daniel and Rory sounds better than Pen Pals with Rory and Daniel. You I think it heard flows it better. Here first. But that doesn't mean that's, that's the title. <laughs> that's not the letters. Do you go? Well, you wouldn't go because you're in it. I always wonder this about couples. Like Jordan and Rory, Rory and Jordan. Yeah. Like you, you, you go Scott and Sarah, Scott and Sarah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. It just Sarah and Scott doesn't sound right. right. Scott and Sarah. It just is. I mean, it's because I known him longer, uh, but I bet it's also just a kind of way it flows. Here we go. All right. Something that's been on my mind over the last few years and especially over the last year when socialization has been tough is the idea of parasocial relationships. If you're not familiar, that's essentially a one-sided relationship that forms between a fan and a celebrity, social media personality, or the like. Wow. Isn't that crazy? You haven't thought about it. No, I didn't know there was a word. I I thought about it a lot. I didn't either. I also haven't thought about it. I'm sure they've existed as long as the idea of celebrity has, but things have really taken off in the age of social media with influencers and the ability of fans to have a more direct line of communication Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with traditional celebrities. It freaks me out a little bit. I think it's great to form communities and have a deeper connection with someone you look up to or really like, but it blurs the line between two people in an unbalanced relationship. I watched a video several years ago where some kids had just shown up at a popular YouTuber's house and how freaked out she was about the situation. She had to remind the viewers that while they felt like they knew her really well, and they did to some extent, Mm -hmm. she didn't know them at all. More recently, I've seen fans of a few celebrities being very vocal about not supporting their romantic relationship under the guise of concern for their well-being, as if those fans had any real insight. (laughs) Of course, there's a lot of positive to these relationships, good role models, learning from their experiences, observing their creative process, etc. Even still, the idea of meeting someone I have a parasocial relationship with fills me with dread. 
Maybe it's because I'm a more socially reserved person, but meeting someone who is incredibly important to me when they have no idea who I am doesn't appeal to me at all. Anyway, I just wanted to give you all's, I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on this since I'm sure uh, you've been on both sides of these types of relationships. And I think this podcast and the surrounding community do a really good job of balancing the interaction between both sides. I'm curious about the flip side. What's it been like working with people you may have formed a strong relationship with when they don't know you at all? Your pen pal, Emma. Bling, ding, ding, bing, ding, ding. Did that sound like the jingle? Yeah. I thought it was. At first. I'm sort of the Bobby McFerrin of the show, <laughs> if I can say that. Um, I think this is a huge, huge new social dichotomy that started for sure about 11 years ago. Yeah. With Emma uh, goes, you'll kind of puts it on social media, but <clears throat> I'm going to put in that 11 year window podcasts. I, I think all of it. I think you're right. I think podcasts, then social media. Um, like you think about it, you four years ago, roll into Jacksonville. You do a weekend of shows mm-hmm. and there are and there are people who kind of want to hang out with you after this show. Mm-hmm. Not that that's anything either one of us to be unfamiliar with, but like uh, like a group group, right? Mm-hmm. You would be like, uh, I really appreciate you guys coming out to the show, but we're not we're not going to like hang out afterwards. Now, yeah. going to Jacksonville two years from now and there's a group of people and they're wearing pen pal stuff and they want to hang out with you after this show. I'm not saying that a hangout is going to happen, but your perspective of them wanting to kind of like hang out would be more understandable. And I think your kind of uh, maybe relaxed ability, even in even in how you would tell them I can't really hang out would be a little bit more familiar because your assumption of what they what their vibe is by the fact that they are pennies or pallers. Yes. So some of this parasocial relationship uh, does have equity on both sides to an extent. Yes. But the the extent on the um, the audience side, Mm -hmm. the equity is huge, right? Yeah. Like there are people who would be like, no, no, no. I I have an aunt Connie and she didn't make like an elf uh, costume, but like I loved elf too. Like and so they kind of already feel like Yes. So we're kind of buddies, and in, and to an extent, they do know our. We both have Anconics. They do know we both liked Alf and dressed as Alf, but we don't know each other. But but yes. they have a bond built on the information we've given. We have a bond, if anything, with each other. <laughs> More, yes. you yes. know what I mean? Yes, I think that's what I. I mean, let's let's talk specifically about uh, our relationship with our audience, which I think is like it's such a great example of how good things can be Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of having that uh, parasocial relationship because we specifically have a show that includes a lot of vulnerable information and, uh, you know, confession-esque style conversations and just opening up and being very honest and and real. And I think... um, I think there's less celebrity to that. I think there's less mystery For to sure. it. And it's yeah. more like, you know, if you go to a show and people show up who are fans of this podcast, I know from the past when that has happened that I feel 
differently towards them as I do someone who just In comes to see my stand up, yeah. who's like, oh, I like your stuff, or I saw you in this movie, or I saw you on this thing, and I, I where I'm like, oh, well, that's great because you know me as the person in that thing, but you don't necessarily know me. Right. Whereas while there's undoubtedly, I don't know, you know, in this hypothetical, let's just say it's pennies and powlers that show up at a thing. And, yeah. and I'm like, well, I haven't heard your site, so I don't, I don't know you. Right. But think about the reactions we've had when someone walks up and they go, I wrote the letter about blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're like, I do sort of know yeah. a little bit about you. And I think our community is so great because it is people who know each other. I mean, there's no reason why our community of listeners would know each other, but mm-hmm. there is a common thing that they all um, know about. And it's these letters and these conversations and these right. subjects. Um, so I would say just in briefly touching on that aspect of us with the listenership of this particular show, I'm super grateful that when I see fans, they already know specifically who we are and how we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know so much uh, about us and they, they obviously are fans of the, the show and what we do that I think there's a different relationship and a different sort of decorum in that space to where I, I'm not so, I'm not weirded out by a stranger knowing a lot about me mm-hmm. because in the capacity of this show, I've put all that stuff out there. If someone comes up to me and they're like, I saw you in, I feel pretty. And I know all this other stuff about you. I'm wildly freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that isn't stuff that I put into that space. You mm-hmm. saw a thing and then like looked it up that I don't know if any of that makes sense, but no, it makes sense to me. In fact, to me, it you, sort of exists in this world of parasocial relationships. When you, this is going to sound like a trick question, but just answer generally. When you go on stage, what do you owe the audience trick? You're tricking me. Um, right. Yeah. You, you say it. Right. You, and, you and I both say a version of this before we walk out. Yeah. Just, you owe them fun. You yeah, owe them a good time. I, I yeah. Right? You owe them comedy. To, and to me, it, it comes down to the word just respect. I respect the audience enough to where I go out and I go, ex- I know what my job is. But the exchange is uh, they bought a seat yes. and you provided entertainment. Yes. So I, you owe them that. Yes. To me, it's it's the, the thing that we owe each other is simply respect. Right. People showing up going, I respect this space for you to perform in and me going, and I respect the fact that you spent money to be at this. Now, yeah. I'm sure <clears throat> both of us are nice people. And my tickets are like 900 bucks. So right. it's like crazy. You owe it, right. We are both nice people. But the next morning at the airport getting a coffee, what do you owe a penny or a paller or somebody who was just at your show the night before? I, and I'll answer. Yeah. N- nothing. Yeah, I, 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 my, my. Now I will still be like, thanks yes. so much, I appreciate going out. But I don't owe we the exchange is over. And yeah. I bring this up to say this. I sometimes have a on this when you after you say. Sometimes this. I think <clears throat> sometimes people podcasts or even big time comedy fans or even big time music fans, right? Yes. If you're a big fan of somebody's music, I'm not saying this about pennies and powders. I'm saying it in a in a vacuum, more abstract. Even that, I'm just using that as an example. Yes, you go ahead. They will send someone a DM or a message or an email or whatever, and then almost kind of get upset that they didn't like get a response back or they didn't hear from that person. Like, Hey, I told you I was going through some shit or, Hey, I wanted you to wish me a happy birthday or whatever it is. Yeah. And as much as I appreciate that, like a, uh, um, 
I don't know the right word, so forgive me, but a, a fandom or, or, or some sort of uh, admiration or whatever has been built through the work that I've done or through a musician's done or through you've done. Yeah. <clears throat> Unless I'm... Because right now we're on stage. This is a stage yeah. recording this. Sure. I don't owe you anything. Now, it, while I'm getting my coffee, I, because I'm not a total asshole, I will yes. still be like, dude, thanks so much that you came out. And I will graciously go back to my own time if I need my own time. Yes. But... but I think sometimes that parasocial comes in when a person builds a relationship and then beyond the stage or outside of the lights being on thinks that they are owed something because they have a relationship. And that I does think, happen. Yes. yes. And I think that's sometimes where it comes in. We're like, no, what I need you to understand is I do love that you listen to my music. Yes. I do love that you come to my shows. I yes. love that you listen to the podcast. Yeah. I do want you to send in letters. I do want you to send in stories to dumb people town. But in this context, whether it was your message or this airport, I'm not trying to be mean. Yes. But I don't owe you anything right now. Absolutely. Two, two things on that, those points. One, it sometimes, uh, people, entertainers, I, you know, I, and it's not just celebrities, I, just people that are in the public space of like being an entertainer, whether you're a celebrity. And I don't think Daniel and I look at ourselves as celebrities. If someone no. said you guys are a celebrity, I would go, well, maybe it appears that way, but it definitely, I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> right. Um, you're kind to say it as though you think I'm wildly famous, mm-hmm. but I'm not. Um, but in in the space of people who are truly wildly famous and yeah. are celebrities, yeah. they sometimes get labeled assholes simply because they, in some spaces they don't even want to like take a picture. And they're like, well, you're a piece of shit. I like support you and I'm like a fan. But the thing that person doesn't keep in mind is you're not a fan of them because they're good at taking pictures. Right. You're a fan of them for this other output that they do. Mm-hmm. So when they won't do the other thing, you're essentially getting mad at a stranger for not being willing to be in a picture with another stranger. Mm -hmm. There's no like, yeah, but you owe me this because I support you. You don't support that person's career as a, as a person in a picture, you support their music or their, their comedy or Mm -hmm. their acting or their, you know, whatever it could be anything. Those are the things that you like. Now, in my experience, a lot of people are willing to like take a picture, but there are certain celebrities that are at such a level and I've seen this. They turn down a picture because if they take one, it suddenly is like white blood cells. People yeah. go, who is that? And right. now a lot of people are asking and none of them have the decorum to go, oh, I bet this is annoying. Whereas you and I, and not just because we're in this business where we are suddenly around celebrities. I was just talking about, about this with Scott the other day. We forget we are in a business where a lot of times we will be around a celebrity, but we forget that when we go, well, we know how to behave. It's not like we always knew that. Right. It is shocking to be around yeah. a celebrity mm-hmm. at, at even the lowest level. It's bizarre to go, oh, I've seen that person mm-hmm. in this other context. But you started at the position of going, I bet they don't want me to bother them. And mm-hmm. that was day one for you. Mm-hmm. So now you're probably friends with people or casually chat with people because you understand, hey, I get it. And I don't want to be the person that's bombarding you. Right. That's not most people because most people do go, you're a celebrity and I can t- have this picture and I can post it on my Instagram and that does something for me. It has nothing to do with going, what an honor that I got to meet someone. I'm a huge fan of their art. Yeah. <laughs> it, it isn't that yeah. it's literally so you can show people you got a picture with this uh, famous person going back to Daniel and I at the airport getting coffee. This is why I love pennies and pallers because they would already understand the decorum. I think so too. They would already go, 
hey, I, I just, lo- I mean, I feel like I, this is how people talk to us after our shows. They're almost like, is it okay to like right, get a picture? Right. They're, it, it, and it's great. And we're like, of course, like, look at this space. And like, you're here, you paid for it. And, right. and I, we know you listen. And obviously we probably agree on so many things that we talk about. Also, I mean, we're if- like some of our own, like you could put some of the onus on us that if we really were like, no, we don't want to talk to any of you. We don't want to, we would have left the venue. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're still here. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And also we, I think we feel that too. If someone goes, well, what do you owe the audience after the show? You still don't owe anything, but I think we have this community where we're like, we don't feel like we're out there owing them something or giving them something. We're just saying like, Hey, you guys listen to our show. It means a lot to us here. You came to see the show. And as you know, from just Galveston, people are willing to travel from very far away to do that. That you're there going, well, yeah, I'd, I'd actually, it's not a matter of you going, Hey, Daniel, can I get a picture with you? It's me and Daniel going, we would actually really like that. <laughs> we would like the fact that you do want to have a picture with us. And when I'm at the airport, the level of, of fame that I have, if someone comes up and says, can I get a picture with you? I'm all about it because I know it's not going to lead to a second picture right. ever, right. ever, not at least not, not right now in my life. Right. So when someone comes up and says, I'm a big fan, it's like, well, I want you to know that I appreciate that. And if you think that having a picture with me has like this value, I I want you to know, I think that's fucking awesome. And I want to take that picture. Mm -hmm. If I was huge, I would, I would interpret that moment differently and go, this isn't because you, this is because I'm famous and you want to show people that you have this picture right now. When someone comes up and wants a picture with me, I'm like, that's because you are a fucking fan and right. y- it means something because you know, posting this, it doesn't move the needle on anyone going, well, that's cool. Like hardly anyone would even know who I am. Um, and so I, th- I think there when it, like at this point when it's like, what do you owe the audience and what does the audience owe you? I, I think a lot of it is also just attributed to how much people pay attention to the thing that you mm-hmm. make this podcast aside, if people watched your standup, you can read the vibe of who someone is to know how they might respond or how they probably are. It's always shocking when someone is like incredibly, their set is just so nice and they seem like the nicest person and they get off stage and like, fuck off. You can't get a picture. Fuck you. You're like, you've been like that a lot. Whoa. (laughs) Well, that's my style. But you know what I mean? Like that's when you're like, whoa, just so you know, that is, such a low percentage oh of people, God. at least in the yeah. world of standup. Yeah. Most I people say, are mirroring who they are. I would say 90% of what you see is a slightly exaggerated version of who they actually yes. are off yes. stage. They right. joke the same way. It's not way. a they hugely the exaggerated way. version of who they aren't. Now, yeah. you sometimes you do have Ellen. <laughs> well, but like that's a, even a great example. And I, I don't know enough about that to even I'm joking. go down. It. But yeah. you know, so if someone's like, oh my God, look at the show, this is this person. And then if you, and, and I'm not saying this is the truth, but let's use it as a hypothetical someone like her personality. It's so nice and so chill and all this and thankful. And then someone's like, well, she's actually a huge monster. It breaks your fucking mm-hmm. heart. <laughs> it breaks your heart. But I'm not going to lie. Even if someone said she's a monster to everybody, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happens to your, and I'm not saying she is right, but let's say in this hypothetical, she's awful. Sure. I don't know what happens to your brain when you have more money than you will ever need. I don't know what happens to your brain when people want to, constantly have you say something to them or take a picture. I don't know what happens to you when you can no longer just be in the world. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that's like. Mm -hmm. And I bet 
to sort of have your freedom taken away from you. Cause in a way that's what it is. Um, I, I bet you do become an angry person yeah. and I bet maybe you do get angry that this workspace is the space where you became that. And maybe you kind of, uh, you know, in an immature way, take it out on the wrong people yeah. and you get upset and then you go, well, I do have all this money, but I, I, I think that's why when people say money, you know, money doesn't buy certain things, you know, they, that's, you can tell that that's true, yeah. <laughs> that it, you can go a little crazy from not ha- people going, well, if you have all this money, you don't have any problems. I don't, I don't think that's true. I think there's a certain amount of money that you want and you, it's like enough. You want enough. Do you feel like, and I feel like it's very squiggly for both of us, the, yeah. the where the line is, but do you feel like there is a line where you're like, well, I just don't, I don't share that much of me like that's that's for me that's that's because i have a lot of it and i have it with certain things i even have it with my grandmother i have it with personal relationships where i'm like i don't know i and i feel it out and some people might be like but how would you talk about that but then you say you don't want people to see this picture of you and your nephews and i'm like yeah i don't know it's just it's where i feel comfortable and where i don't feel comfortable yes and and i and i think that like in the context of like this and and we'll wrap this up but like those kids showing up at that YouTuber's house is terrifying. I'm not victim blaming at all. That's terrifying. But it is. There is some part of me, and I swear to God, I know what you're going to say. Like this, where I know it's what you're like, say. like yes. don't share so much of yourself. <laughs> but also, you should have the right to. But you should have the right to be able to share as much as you want, and everybody respect it. The problem is, is not everybody's going to respect it. Exactly. Like, that's the problem. Exactly. It's not you. It's just it's yes. the problem that people aren't going to respect it. Like yes. They don't. There isn't a. Res- there's a lot of people that don't respect where the boundary we, is. We could give our address out to 99 percent of the people who listen to this podcast, but the problem is, the one percent is really it's bad. Always the one percent. Yeah. In every con- in the <laughs> context is. of everything, it's the one percent is always the problem. Same out of hey. I mean, in your dentist scenario, it's 10%, but it's still one. It's still one. There's still a right. one in there. <laughs> right. There's still 10 ones. <laughs> right. 10. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, I agree. Cause you're just, you just can't risk that. And so it's yeah. like, also the very last thing I could say, and I want to like, just to put a bun, a bun, a bun on it, put a bun on it. You want to bun that burger, dude? Yeah. You can't have half a bun. What, no, what, you low carbon at McDonald's. I don't do the lettuce burgers. I just, Ooh, I love a good I lettuce burger when it's it. done right. Otherwise it's usually, it's very slappy. Yeah. Okay. It's slappy. <laughs> I just want to remind everybody, and maybe some of our great pennies and pellers already thought of this. The exchange I'm talking about goes both ways. Mm-hmm. So as much as you might love our Aunt Connie's, and maybe you came to the Rochelle show and you actually met Aunt Connie. And sure, Uncle yeah, yeah. Um, and as much as you might want to go burn down that cabin with me, the exchange goes both ways. For some people, it might be one show. For some people, it might be 10. Some, it could be 50. But if I go out there and I'm not funny anymore or I don't respect you as an audience member. And your time and your money. Yeah. yeah. You'll be done with me. Yes. Because I, because I didn't hold up my end of the deal. It's a two-way street. It, and, I, and I don't. That doesn't mean you don't love talking, me talking about Rochelle. That doesn't, doesn't mean you don't love hearing how much Rory loves Bojangles. Mm-hmm. But if I stop my end of the deal... And that's just how it works. Yeah. You'll move on. Yeah. Because I'm not funny anymore. Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. give you what you were owed. Yeah. It, 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 
And some people want to go, no, 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 I really, really love you. Yeah. And it's like, I believe you. Yeah. But understand, if I stop my end of the deal, you're going to love something else. And that's the deal. Here's how I, here's, I, I think that's a great point. And on that point, I think it's a matter of going and, and keep in mind, if you see, let's say, uh, I don't know, what, what's like a you see Matt Damon at the airport yeah. and he doesn't want to take a picture with you and you're like, fuck you. I'm out. I'm not doing it. Keep in mind, basically in that scenario, scenario, you are a paparazzi who just also wants to be in the picture and think about it. Do you like the paparazzi? Do you think those are good people who right. are earning a great living by bothering people in their private moments? Mm-hmm. If you are like, fuck you, you're an asshole. Remember, you didn't get on board with people because they're nice. It wasn't like it, right. you didn't start listening to this you podcast because you heard Daniel ultimate. and I were nice. You, yeah. you, you think that maybe we're funny and we have a good chemistry and we're interesting. And, and maybe that's why you're drawn to this show. But if ever there's a time that you don't get a picture with a celebrity and you go, fuck it, I'm, I'm over you. Remember that that's not the thing. That isn't the product. The product is not that picture that you take with them. Right. And, and you need to keep that in mind too. I, I think I agree with you. It's a two way street. We can, go, Jesus, these fans are swarming you. And then also people are going, Jesus, you're really mailing in your performances. So I'm out the door. And yeah. you know, bo- both people can go out the door. But yeah, also the thing about your nephews is, you know, if I don't want to share a picture of, you know, me and my nephews, it's because your nephews don't need to get dragged into this. They did, this right. isn't there. They didn't sign up for this, right. you know? So I don't know. I think in that level of keeping stuff, it's like protection for stuff but i also don't think it's very interesting to give it all away i don't think it's interesting i think zach galifianakis does a great job of not giving it all away a lot of the artists tool i don't they don't give it all away and i i love that because i don't want full access to everything i don't think it's interesting when the access is so easy and i know everything those aren't artists that i'm intrigued by and inspired by i would guess i believe in the two of us I think our careers are going to go very far. I would guess that this show will probably only have been the only place where I gave the most. The most. I, uh, 100%. Easily. I already know that for sure for yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, all right. I got to say, this was a fantastic uh, letter that Agreed. you sent us, Emma. Thank you so much. Daniel and I wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals. Reasonable. And Daniel Van Kirk. With most phone plans, if you get a great deal, there's usually some sort of catch. Well, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, totally catch-free. Mint Mobile keeps costs low because they are the first company to sell wireless service online only. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that you end up paying for. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And the great thing about Mint Mobile, and I can tell you this from personal experience, it just works. Like once you get the little SD card and you put it into a phone that you already have it uh, it almost feels too easy like you're like oh yeah that that's same it. phone same phone number <laughs> right. all those details you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts and guess what if you're not 100% satisfied Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven day money back guarantee so switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free go to mintmobile.com slash pen pals that's m-i-n-t mobile.com slash pen pals 
This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If there's something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp is not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp services are made available worldwide and there's a broad range of expertise that people might not have access to locally. You can log in anytime and send a message to your counselor and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you can get the help you need without having to go to a therapist's office. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And Pennies and Pallers, we have a special offer for you. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash penpals. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash penpals for 10% off. Try it today. If you're looking to make healthy choices, but you don't want to sacrifice taste or convenience, Magic Spoon gives you a delicious way to eat well, amazing taste without all the bad stuff. That's right. Magic Spoon cereal has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs, plus only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And now we've got some pretty exciting news. Magic Spoon has released a super delicious new flavor, Birthday Cake. Birthday Cake Magic Spoon will be available in a special five-pack for a limited time only, so get it while you can. Or build your own box. Available flavors that you can build in your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, and cinnamon. I do uh, peanut butter. I'll do some granola with it. I'll throw it in yogurt. Um, It's great. I love frosted. This birthday cake flavor I have not tried yet, but I bet it is bananas. And I don't mean actual (laughs) bananas, folks. And guess what? If you're listening from Canada, Magic Spoon now ships there as well. All you got to do is go to magicspoon.com slash penpals to grab the new limited edition birthday cake or a custom bundle of cereal to try it today. And be sure to use our promo code penpals at checkout to save $5 off your order. This offer is now good anywhere in the U.S. or Canada, but only when you use our code at checkout. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash penpals and use the code penpals to save $5 off. All right, we're back. We're back, folks. I have this letter that I'm so glad I got sent in. To me, this Put your letter... your fucking seatbelts on. <laughs> to me, this letter... And in, in the first letter, too, right? Like, yeah. are what I love about this show. Yes. It is such an easy letter. It, 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 it is an example I've never given for like, hey, send us about this, but it's perfect. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Dear fellas... I already love it. (laughs) (laughs) I chose not to put anyone's name first so we can move past it and no one cries about it. How dare you? And now I'm crying about that. I just recently bought a fishing boat and it made me want to ask you guys if you had any cool or fun experiences fishing. 
I work in a fish hatchery and go fishing on my downtime, so fish are basically my entire life. What's the biggest fish you've caught? Or if you get to choose anywhere in the world to go fishing, what would you try to want to catch? Not necessarily for consumption, but just for the sport and fun of it. Also, if Rory could spend a minute or two talking about his experience on the TV show Wrecked, that'd be awesome. If any listeners haven't seen the show and you're a fan of this podcast, then fix your life and watch it. Thanks. And you can say my name, Mike D. And he, I imagine that's a copy and paste job or I don't know, but he did an emoticon, two fishes swimming. And it's beautiful. It is really good. I would maybe get that tattooed. You know what? Let me just take a minute or two here to talk about a show I did called you, Wrecked on ooh, TBS. You didn't even announce you're working backwards. Um, Wrecked, I think, is a great show, uh-huh. uh, and it's on HBO Max now. You can stream it uh, along with other great TBS shows at the time. Also, Those Who Can't, which is a true TV show, an affiliate of Turner as well. Um yeah, that show shot in Fiji. Mm-hmm. It was very bizarre to be in uh, Fiji. I, the first season shot in um, Puerto Rico. Um, so in a way, it was cool that I got to go to places I had never been Yeah, um, and uh, experience that. But yeah, it's a great show. And it's that's a tough show to shoot. That kind of production is uh, crazy. But in the second season... I got to play the villain at the end of the season. So I got to do a lot of like water stuff and, you know, walk around like a crazy lunatic, which was really cool to get to do. Um, but yeah, everyone should check out that show. Thank you for being a fan of it. Wrecked. Wrecked. HBO, HBO Max. Max. Where do you fish? I don't know that I'm a fishing guy. This is why I said I loved this too, because it was just so simple. You ever go fish? You're like, hey, you guys ever go fishing? You ever caught a big fish? Like, I was like, great. Perfect yeah. letter. Never. I've. N- I, but there's so many types of perfect. Everybody just you know. fished in the Bahamas in high school, went with a family uh, to the Bahamas, fished, caught a huge fish, uh, enjoyed that experience. But I don't know that How I long care did much it about take fish. You to reel it in. It did take if a while, but also I can't fully remember the experience. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that um i went on a fishing trip two years ago uh uh, 2019 uh to montana with my father-in-law and two brothers-in-law and uh through my wife's family and we fly fished going down the river little river runs through it little river runs through it but not standing just on the in the boat and oh, it was okay. awesome. It you was weren't, very peaceful. You didn't do the, the waders or anything. No like waders. You get in the they boat. Make their own, they make their own flies? Make their own flies. The guy, you got these guides who are constantly changing the flies out if they think some a particular thing is biting that day. And just to like do the motion yeah. and like cast yeah. it, I really enjoyed the artistry of that. And I really enjoyed him being like, you know, try to aim for these particular things and then learning how to be accurate mm-hmm. uh, with the cast. Um and also catching the fish was great because it's also catch and, and release, even though I, I'm like, does that fish just live in eternal pain for the rest of its life because a hook has gone through its throat? <laughs> like, how did, what, what is that? I wonder but that too, actually. I, but I'm not someone who sits here and says, uh, uh, I care about the well-being of the fish. I obviously eat fish uh, and I eat animals, and so I'm not that person, but I do feel guilty to participate in it directly. I know. I think that too. <laughs> Here's the thing. People are like, that fish. But I would catch this it. If they I said love. you can catch the fish and keep it and eat it, I would. I just did this ugh thing because I, I hate when I think of a bit. Like I hate when I'm because there's two reasons. One, I'm afraid it's going to sound like a bit when I'm talking to my friend about it and, yeah. and, our, and our pen pal here. Um, and then also, 
I know I'll forget it. Yeah. So I, I'm preemptive. I'm mad at future Dan. <laughs> future Dan's mad at me, but right. I'm do, I'm exemplifying it now. Yeah. Um. People go like, uh, oh, like I could see people being like, oh, you care about taking the fish out of the water for two seconds to take a hook out of its mouth the size of a needle, yeah. and you put it back, like you put it back, and you worry that that fish is traumatized because for a minute, yeah, maybe two minutes, if you took a picture. Which you know we can go back. It's all God, right? Does does the fish want to take a picture? You, yeah, you, yeah, fish yeah. is already giving you what you owe. <laughs> <laughs> but like the fish is a celebrity, right? But like uh, you put that fish back, and people are like, eh, who cares, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty seconds of the fish's life, you take yeah, it yeah. out and put it back in. I don't know. You think that's a big problem? Because how? Long does someone fucking talk about an alien taking them away for 30 seconds? Yeah. The rest of their fucking life? Yeah. They won't shut up about it. They'll go on every fucking TV show in the world to tell you that someone pulled them out of our planet for five fucking minutes. it changes minutes. their life. Right. Yeah. They, they go around the rest of their life. And they, yeah. they didn't even get hooked. Some they maybe got in broke, New Mexico now. But they, yeah. yeah. They have to. They have to they go have, there. They yes. open a shop. They're yes. selling merch now. They don't even like beef jerky. <laughs> But it is a kind of an interesting thing, right? Like anybody who says they got pulled out of this planet yes. for any amount of time yes. is scarred forever. About forever. It. Yeah. And they and do they have the same problem the fish has? At least the rest of the fish probably believe the fish that that happened. Yes. Here, people are like, yeah. that, you're lying. Yeah. No one took you anywhere. You didn't get no Nothing got put inside of you and then taken back out. But also from the fish's perspective, those fish that don't get thrown back, they're like, and then he was just gone and I have no clue. Right. I don't know what's up there. Right. <laughs> I don't know what's up Can there. Can you imagine what unsolved mysteries is like for fish every day? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> every day. Every day. They're like, <laughs> but the show isn't great because all the stories are the same. Like, all I know is that he went to eat a worm and then he flew into the sky. Conrad, Conrad the fish was a happy fish with a happy family, belonged to a beautiful school, had just gotten into the school. So he stupid. had his whole fish life in front of him. Could, God, I love that Do you that think song. they say things like they say on true crime? That fish could light up a room whenever he walked in. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. He was the life of the party. Ate a worm, flew into the sky, never, never to be seen, seen again. again. Update. And then they do the update. Yeah. Oh my God. Unsolved mystery scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Okay. So fishing stuff though. Love mm-hmm. that you did that. Fishing fly fishing to me similar to golf. Yeah, because you can let it take up all your time, mm-hmm. right? It mm-hmm. isn't just the playing the golf. It's like it's the clothes. It's the clubs. Yes, it's the, it's the shoes. And so like fly fishing too. It's as much about the making your own flies like you. you that's a retired man's hobby, right? Like, yeah. And then wonderful. I've done the waders and you really feel when you I know you said you did both, but when you stand, yeah, because you can't be sloshing around, there becomes a time when you might as well be a, a tree that's it's very kind of zen. moving. Oh yeah. my god, man! And I you see it. nature show up around you because they kind of get used to your one rhythmic motion, like a, almost like I said, a swaying branch. Yeah, and you'll see things like turtles and stuff that just kind of like, oh, I guess that guy's fine. You yeah. know what I mean? I love it. We would go for like eight hours. Wow. I think we did three days. I think we did three days and uh, halfway through you'd stop and the guides would make you lunch and you could like, you know, I swam in the river at one point and it was, it was cold, but it also felt so great. It was also August. It was like the water was cold, but it was hot out Mm -hmm. and it felt great. But also just, there were times when I just stopped fishing and sat in the boat and just laid back and like looked at 
the like surroundings and stuff. So we fished my entire life. Fishing is a huge part of my life. Some mm-hmm. of my best memories, my grandfather are fishing together. I have like one great uh, story mm-hmm. that I have because he would take me fishing with him. And I remember a couple little fishing stories. I remember being like 12 or 13. And in order to keep a smallmouth bass, it had to be 14 inches in mm-hmm. Illinois. And this bass was probably 12. And I, I stretched the, I just a little, like I cheated it, you yeah. know? And that night, um, my stepdad made the fish and I ate, had to eat it. Yeah. And I felt, I still feel horrible about it because he wasn't 14 inches. Like he shouldn't, <laughs> like it wasn't, that shouldn't have, I shouldn't have, eat, I shouldn't have kept him. I, sh- I should have put him back. Yeah. And I think that really like affected me for a long time because I just felt this like guilt of like taking life you don't need to take. Then did you feel like maybe <laughs> yes, as an that's adult, why I love you. you would be, uh, that would make it hard for you to uh, order fish at a restaurant, not knowing it the did. size of that fish. It did. And right as I'm about to answer you, well, that's our time. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, let me, but also because it's the South, it's like, you know, I think you're fine. I mean, I've done that. I've done 10 inches. I mean, a meal is a meal. Like, there's no, you're not recovering at all because it's just, yes, ending so many things. But that to the beauty, that's one of the of most. Of course, things. you spanked your daughter. I mean, that's what you do. Everything's fine. No, you're right to not talk about that. You should keep that bottled up. I'm sorry. Did you say you opened up to your wife the other night? That's your issue. Right. <laughs> um,. But that to me is one of the most beautiful things about the show alone is when they have to yeah take a even a fish's life, um, and you're like yeah this matters this all matters you can say yeah. it doesn't or deny it on some level or eat meat and be like I can't think about how it matters yeah but it does matter, um, so uh, that's like a little fishing story but my whole, my whole life growing up fishing there was a there's a catfish. Um, named Walter that lives in a river up by the cabin that people are notorious saying is always like so hard to catch. Somebody caught it once and put it back. Yeah. Um, my favorite Simpsons episode, I think oh, is yeah. when Homer tries to catch the catfish and he's on that marriage retreat. Right. Uh, with Marge. Um, I went deep sea fishing with my cousin and I'll tell you, man, I hated every second. Yeah, I know. Exactly. It's, it's just nausea it. central. I, there was a point. Well, here's, you know, they drive around. Mm-hmm. The radar tells them that there's fish, and then they tell everybody on the boat, left side, left side, and, or starboard, port, whatever. Everybody goes to the starboard side, and they just you just drop down your lure, and then you reel it back up, and you just do it, and it's like playing a carnival game mm-hmm. to see if you catch something. Yeah. And we did this over and over, and I thought to myself, now look, if I'm saying this to any panties and and they love doing it, keep doing it. I'm yeah. just telling you my personal feeling yeah. was... I was like, this is a job, right? This, and it literally is what people, some people do for a living. And I, but I've paid money to get up at three 30 in the morning. <laughs> it's so to early to do too. this. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. rather have just some of the moments you had. I'd rather have just taken this boat down to the Coronado Islands and just taken the boat around Yeah, and seen sea lions and dolphins and whales and been like, this is good enough. Yeah. This was worth my money. Yeah. So I think what I've come to love about fishing is and this is a joke people make. They call it fishing, not catching. Yeah. And I, I, I like the fishing way more than I even like the catching. I yes. kind of like being out there. I agree with all that. Like, that. That I am attracted to, especially I like not the deep sea, but like the 
And I, I will say I have deep sea fished with my, uh, college roommate jack and his dad yeah. and their friends and his brother and that was fun because it's not on this commercial right. like thing you paid to do that's right yeah and you go on it's limited i think to two fish per person so you're always like throwing some back you're keeping yeah. whatever's the biggest and that was great that was a lot of fun because it was like we were out there you know you're having some beers even though maybe you're not supposed to i don't know the deal <laughs> but you're having some beers and and you're just it's it's there's a there's a activity to it, which mm-hmm. I think also people forget or they don't realize that is also what you get when you go play golf with, you know, you and three of your friends mm-hmm. is that you're kind of also you're playing a game mm-hmm. and you're hanging out. Yeah. And and every now and then someone drives a beverage cart up and makes you a drink <laughs> that you can just buy and it's in your hand. And you're like, oh, this is great. This is kind of like we're fishing or it's kind of like we're at a bar, but you're playing a game. And I think like yeah. I've, I've joked with them about it, but I've come to love it a lot more. The idea of it in the last year or two. Yeah. But like Adam, Kate and Holland, just bird watching. Yeah. It's kind of perfect. I can't no. get behind it and I never will. <laughs> Nothing's harm. Nor him. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's harm at all. About it. it literally is like, I just want to see what I can see. Yeah. I, um, you know, there's so many times we have seen a bird that I just haven't seen before, and I'm like, Adam knows what that is. Oh, for sure. I've done time. the same same thing. I, there's been times with Jordan. I've been like, take a picture, send it to Adam. Just ask him what it is. <laughs> like, he's our, he's our app. I he's sent him app. some CBS Sunday morning story about this woodpecker that these guys thought didn't exist anymore, and they found it. And yeah. I was like, well, this is not for me. Here you go, Adam. And Adam was like, I already it. know, Daniel. Yeah. I'm on all the Reddit boards. I'm one of the guys. Who I'm the guy. the story. <laughs> Um, Read the story. Don't just send me the headlines, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, Mike D. Mikey love this D. letter. Uh, so many things I get to say about fishing, but hopefully, like we talked about earlier, you'll come out to a show. We'll talk a little fishing after a show someday. Mm-hmm. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Van Kirk. It wasn't so long ago. A podcast network. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 